0: 2020 was shit for you, was it not? But it was shit for everybody. Okay, but I'm saying, I'm just talking about you right now. Specifically for me? What... I'm just talking about you right now. Uh... Great, not great things happened in your life. Really? <laughs> yes. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, I'm Lainey Louie, talk show host and entertainment reporter. I'm also the editor of LaineyGossip.com and oh, I God. am a BTS Yeah, fan. you are. I'm Sasha Tong. I am a producer at an entertainment show here in Canada. I'm also a fashion and beauty columnist on laninggossip.com. And, and I am not a big BTS fan, but this is What's Your Drama? Where we gossip about you. Gong xi Choi. Happy Go- New Year. Gong xi Choi. I can't do the song, but mostly because you haven't taught me my Cantonese lessons right now, which I won't get into because we're trying to celebrate Chinese New Year, Lunar New Year. So I will not be a bitch to you, but I need to... Should we just do like a mini, a little mini uh, Cantonese lesson? Sure. Because... Why don't you say something? Okay, but see, this isn't the way that you just do it. You can't just rhyme something off. If you're gonna be a fucking good teacher, then I need you to section that off. <laughs> okay, sun sun, lean lean. Oh no, I went low. Go sun lean, sun lean, sun lean. Fai fai, Lo. Lock. lock. Say it sun, with me. Lean, sun. Fine, <laughs> sun lean fai lock. Like no, sun lean fai lock. I did like that. No, say it again. Sun lean fai lock. Are you saying lean or lee? Lean with an N at the end. Sun lean by lock. Yeah. Okay. That was a little, that was a little whitey. So, well, I'm just. (laughs) (laughs) Sun lean by lock. You're great on the sun lean. Sun lean by lock. By lock. See, this is the thing that I need to help with because this is what my dad and my sister do is I can never get the Mm -hmm. like silent K's or the, you know, like the silent, like. Putting the tongue up to the roof of your mouth. Anyway, tell people what we just said. Uh, sun lean, phi log, literally means happy new year. Yeah. Sun lean is, sun means new, mm-hmm. lean means year. So, new year, phi lo is happy, happiness. Right. So, it's actually, it's just reverse, right? Like yes. happy new year. So, it's new year happy. Okay. Anyway. What is, what, I, I, it's Thursday when we're posting this. I've already cut my hair. Yeah. I ha- did my clean this weekend, yeah. but now my fucking house is dirty again, so I'm going to have to continually clean until Thursday night. Do you do yeah, your I bed, mean, you do your bed sheets I, on Thursday? I'm doing, I'm not doing, well, like I have two, sh- I have two sets of bed sheets, so what will happen is the the set of sheets that are on the bed right now will just get stripped off on Thursday night and then like the other set, which is clean and was yeah. clean, like they've been clean since the last time they've been used, will go on on Thursday. Okay. What other things and should people be doing? Do you have, if you can, like understanding, you know, not everyone can do this, but if you can, um a new pair of pajamas on okay. Thursday night. Don't have that. and. If you don't have that, then sleep in new, fresh, not new, uh, fresh, clean pajamas. Got it. That are preferably brightly colored. Mm-hmm. Lots of bright colors. That's yeah. how, yes, I think that that's, uh, as a yeah. person who wears a lot of navies and blacks, that I know yeah. that I'm not supposed to do that. My actually new pajamas for the new year are not bright colors, but they're new and they were a gift from somebody. That They were a Christmas gift from somebody that I'm, I've been saving for this. Yeah. And so is Yasik down too? Does Yasik find joy in this as well? Or does he feel like this is like, does he kind of roll his eyes or is he down? I wouldn't say Yasik finds joy because he does most of the cleaning. No, no, I shouldn't say most. All the cleaning? <laughs> I love So him. he he did all like so he's broken it up into like pieces or mm. sections. So this weekend, the one that just passed, he did a thorough mega clean of the kitchen. Cleaning and organizing a lot. Of, you you have to remember keep keep the entryway to the doors yes, like clear. the main doors and has clear and clean. So today he was cleaning in the basement and like we have a door that goes out into the yard from the basement. So he was like tidying up at that area. Um, and I listen. I'm, I of course I do not do any cleaning. However. I do laundry. So I started the first load yesterday. There's gonna be a load every day this week up until Thursday night. Okay. And then I have to do something about our dining table because all our work, my work shit is all over this dining yeah. table. And so I'm gonna do that. But yeah, and then this weekend, let's kick it. Relax, enjoy. Try not to wash your hair, sash. I wash, will wash on my Thursday hair. night, nope. don't wash nope. it. I know, but listen, I have done this my whole entire life. I wash my hair every day and, you know, knock on wood, like I, I the Chinese gods are cool with me right now. They know that I wash my hair every day and that's just the way it's going to be. I'm just saying you could just not, not wash it just once, just on Lunar New Year's Day. Just don't wash it on Friday. Okay, fine. I can maybe do that. Wash it on Thursday night. Don't wash it on Friday. You can wash it on Saturday morning. Okay, fair. That's a that's Especially a deal. when I told you that your fates might be turning around and then you go and fucking wash it out. No, well, it wasn't that my fates are turning around. It's not like I have bad fate. Just something good is gonna happen for me. Well, no, like ideally let's let's it hasn't been a good year for anybody. For anybody, but you've had a shitty year, haven't you? Are we talking twenty twenty one? Twenty twenty was shit for you, was it not? But it was shit for everybody. Okay, but I'm saying, I'm just talking about you right now. Specifically for me. What? I'm just talking about you right now. Uh, great, not great things happened in your life. Really? <laughs> yes. I'm not going to get specific, but I know that there's one thing that was not highly great. not ideal. Yeah. Okay. okay. great. But the rest of the year wasn't bad. Mm, sure. What other things happened to me? Have <laughs> I blocked them out? <laughs> What bad things happened to me? Um, you've Can had you... so much dog stress. Oh, yeah. There were lots of, lots of, uh, you know, what. why you're... am I telling you? Well, because I've clearly blocked it out of my fucking okay. mind. What was good Um, is that your mom sent a uh, text to me via you, right? Yeah. And it said, and that what resonated was, what was it? Something that like I like to take on burdens. Yeah. I love a burden and <laughs> I really don't, I want to rid that. Moving forward. But when I read that, right. I was like, oh my God, it's true. I fucking love responsibility of burdens. You know why? Because you're a horse. Think about okay. what horses do. Fucking Put a lug saddle shit on around. A horse. Yes. Oh my gosh. But anyway. I'm an okay. ox. And like and what does what do like what does an ox do? It just fucking works all the time, grinds. Right. Oh, right? so that's so true. And so then what is your, what, you have a medium, a medium forecast for your future, right? Yeah, medium forecast. What does that mean? Not bad, um, not, not great. Yeah, just, okay. Like, I mean, there may be some bad things, but things, I, M- M- Ma says that I can do some shit to mitigate it. Okay. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. All right. You're going to have better year. Come you, on, come on. Saddle up, so don't wash saddle your fucking hair. Can I won't you just not fight. wash your fucking I won't. hair on Friday. I won't. God. I will. Why do you have to fight with me on this? I I just said I w- won't wash my hair. Yeah, I'm but it took fighting. me a long yeah. time to get nope. you there. It took you about 60 seconds. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um let's get into some drama. All right. So here's the first question. Um they just, just jump right into it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Okay, here they go. The backstory. For the, fa- uh, for the past four years, one of my close friends had unfollowed me on IG. I brought it up once, but she is a serious conflict avoider. The exchange went like this. Quote, me, hey, I noticed you don't follow me on IG anymore. Why did you stop following me? Her, oh, did I? I don't remember doing that. Immediately changes subject. The fact that she clearly unfollowed me but didn't fess up to it only rankled me more because she would frequently ask me how my weekend was or what I did on vacations, and I'd often think to myself, well, if you followed me, you would know. And when I say she's a close friend, this is someone who, even after unfollowing me, had invited me to join two of her family vacations and would regularly invite me over for family dinners. Well, in late 2020, we were hanging out. We're such close friends. We're even in each other's tiny COVID bubbles. And having just read Big Friendship, I asked her, this is the book Duana is big on, by the way, Big Friendship. You know, I don't anyway, read, so I don't know anything. And having about just that. read Big Friendship, I asked her, Do I do anything that annoys you? IG was not on my mind at the time. And she said, Well, I wished you shared more about your personal life with me. And I said, What? How can you say, how can you possibly say you want to know more about my personal life when you don't even follow me on IG? Well, we had a painfully awkward conversation where she first tried to claim that she was not an active IG user, to which Ah. I immediately (laughs) rebutted. I know that's an absolute lie because we have mutual friends and I see you liking their photos. She eventually revealed she'd unfollowed me because she had once had a crush on me and I was in a serious relationship at the time. This is, I did not see this going there. Um, She had once had… A crush on me and I was in a serious relationship at the time and she didn't want to see my posted photos. Well, I've been single since late 2019, so I asked why she didn't follow me considering she said the crush was in the past and I'm no longer in a relationship. She heavily stressed the crush was in the past and I did not inquire further. She still seemed reluctant to follow me and I said, if you don't want to follow me, that's fine. A few days later, she followed me on IG. She also then followed me on Twitter. I've been on Twitter for years and regularly tweet, and she definitely knew this but never followed me until now. So the real question at hand, I post to my IG stories maybe three, four times a week. Sometimes it's just reposting TikToks. After she followed me, I can't help but notice that she is constantly one of the first people to watch my stories, and she frequently comments on my stories, and she likes maybe 85% of all my tweets. I don't know how to explain why but every time she comments on my stories it just reminds me of how she initially tried to claim quote she wasn't an active IG user and I feel annoyed or every time I see a little Twitter no- notification it's such a letdown to be like oh it's just her liking my tweets again and I feel a pang of annoyance oh my god i wanted like my dick just went so <laughs> flaccid my like it i have it feels like she <laughs> God, it feels like she went out of her way to avoid seeing me in social oh. media and now she is just so interactive with me or it feels like she's constantly trying to start a conversation out of the smallest Oh my things, god, can we talk I about just don't want the constant engagement. This Let's talk still... about going. Uh, I, I want to talk I... about the stuff about where does she not talk about like the dating and the maybe potential hooking up? I don't know. This is why. Uh, this this is still go. continuing. Sorry. I continue. But I've actually put myself in a situation where I cannot hide my stories from her since I essentially asked her to follow me. We have a recurring virtual group hang and are in several group chats where other friends do regularly mention my IG posts, and I don't uh-huh. know how I could justify blocking her. I also feel like it's not socially acceptable for me to say, hey, can you stop comment- commenting on things I post? I, I What wanna, would you recommend? I, I want to take a nap, pro- please. <laughs> What would you recommend? Is there a productive way I could say something like, you know, I appreciate that you follow me again, but you don't need to comment so much. I know you're watching. And then there's an emoji with the peace sign. I don't think there's a good way to confront her about this. So maybe I just need a new perspective that allows me not to react so negatively when she leaves me innocuous comments like, oh, you made carrot cake? Let me know how it turns out. Or, oh, where did you go hiking? Or this reminds me of this. This reminds me of that. Too long, didn't read. Well, we read it. I confronted (laughs) my friend about not following me on social media, and now that she does, I kind of wish we could go back to when she didn't. Details that I don't think really matter. We are in our lower 30s and have been friends for about 12 years. This person left their real name, I think, but I'm not going to reveal their real name because I don't think that I changed it a bit, but yeah, Yeah, you should change it even more. Okay, I'm going (laughs) to change it to Madeline. Okay. Okay, Madeline. I, I'm um, go uh, go ahead. This is well. This is like my least. This is maybe my least favorite question of all of our seasons. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to get into the juice when it when it midway through this fucking essay when her friend was like, "I'm interested in you. I had a crush on you." Then I was like, mm, "Tell me more." And now I'm sitting here bored out of my mind and have a fucking flaccid dick over this because <laughs> what am I to do with this? This is, sounds petty and immature and weird and like, uh, I heard commenting and following repeated over and over. I What, did, what was her name that we gave her? Madeline? Madeline. Madeline. What? Get a hobby. This is like, <laughs> if this is what you're worrying about, if this is like- I don't know. You want someone to follow you. You beg them to follow you basically. And then when they do and they say nice things and they support you, you don't want that. Like, I don't, I, I I don't think it has, like the problem here isn't what you should say to your friend. The problem here is like what you need to start telling yourself, which is you clearly take social media way too seriously. And, um, how can you knock someone, a friend of yours, of 12 years just wanting to be nice and supportive. Like, what the fuck is going… Like, what the fuck is going on here is my question. I wonder, first of all, like, when I'm reading this, I'm wondering if we're being trolled. Like, because this is so… Like, to me, this is, like, oh, it's so weird… I was mad that they <laughs> didn't follow me or unfollowed me, and then we talked about it. And now they do follow me and are supportive on my IG, and, and now I don't like it, much, and I don't like. <laughs> like I, I, I like. Is this a joke? I. But if we take it at face value, and it's not let's, a joke, let's. I. I to me, in my mind, there are two options. Either Madeline is, as you said, like this is. Madeline, this is so petty. I mean, this yeah. is so. I, on one hand, you know, you were always curious. Then you find out the reason, which must have taken some courage for that person to admit to you. Yes. I had a crush on you, and it bothered me to see you with the person. All and but still is friends with you. You get to go on a holiday with their family. They want you to yeah. be part of their lives. And then you turn around and you're like, oh, you're so annoying. And the quality of your social media <laughs> interactions with me is bad. What so, the fuck? Can you tell me what this book is about that she's reading? Because does it have, like, could she oh. read reread it and figure <laughs> out how she should be a better friend in this well, situation? I'm just not sure that, like, I don't know. Like, Big Friendship. So, du- Duanna's been talking about it. She wants me to read it. I love the authors. So, um, the authors of Big Friendship are Eminatou um, uh, Sal and Anne Friedman. And okay. they do a podcast, too. And, um, like, uh, and they're great writers individually. They're amazing. Anyway, so it's Big Friendship, how we uh, keep each other close. And um, so… Uh, I haven't read it, but like I said, Duanna keeps telling me to read it, and they are very honest about um, their friendship, like the trials and tribulations. Mm. Uh, this is a white woman and a black woman, mm. so they have talked about um, uh, the uh, the racial realities of being best friends, right. very good friends, right? When you're a yeah. black and, and a white woman, like you know, down to the down to the specific um, instances of going to a dinner party. When, you know, Ann, like uh, Anne invites um, Emanatos to to a, a cocktail party, for example. And all the people at the cocktail party are white. Right. And so Emanato will talk about how she's feeling and Anne will be like, you know. And anyway, so it gets awkward. They definitely confront some thorny right. issues that this is not but one nothing, of those. But that's what I'm saying. They're not so petty as yeah. talking about who is liking and... Uh, liking all their Instagram posts and fucking tweets. Yeah, exactly. <sighs> okay. Anyway. Sorry. So um, that's the book. So, my, so yeah, the two options I talked about, we talked about the first option. Yes. That Madeline is kind of a dick. And immature. Like this is very, this feels very young and very immature. But yeah. okay, keep on going. I keep on interrupting you. Your second option is what? My second option is… I don't know if Madeline is conscious of this, mm. um, and this may be peeling back layers of, like, to really get into her psyche, but it's weird. It it can be weird to find out someone has a crush on you and you don't reciprocate. Sure, of course. So that moment where the friend... Uh, can we give the friend a name? Susie. Whatever. Yep, sure. When Susie was like, okay, 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 fine, Madeline. The reason why I followed you is because... I had a crush on you. And, you know, that is, if you're Matt, and even though Susie's like, I don't have a crush on you anymore, in the back of Madeline's mind, she's like, oh, shit, now she follows me on Instagram, and she likes 85% of my Twitter posts, and she's always commenting. I wonder if Madeline is behaving like this because she doesn't want to encourage Susie's feelings, even though she insists that Susie doesn't have feelings anymore. So she's subconsciously being a dick to Susie, so that Susie would never ever have interest in her again, because she doesn't want those lines to. She does not. She does not reciprocate that. You would think. So you're. Listen. That is is, that an option? That is is an an option. option,
1: Yeah, but
0: the fact that that part, like that, Madeline didn't go deeper into that, could then support your theory. But Mm -hmm. it's also, but it also might not because it was, like, so brushed over. Like, you know, you would probably be like, oh, my friend wants to, like, that That was weird. But maybe or, Madeline is an avoider in that way. Well, Madeline, I think what we've figured out needs some fucking work to do, right? <laughs> like, come on. I, I get b- burying some deep feelings, but mm, she's dug, like, a real big old fucking, like, grave with this one. If she, like, ha- if she doesn't even know that that is a possibility. Like those, that that's why she would be reacting that way. I, I don't, I don't know. She feels really stunted. I it just, I don't want to be mean, but like this was such like a like a. Uh, this is a silly question. <laughs> it was such a silly advice question. And I don't it even doesn't, know what the doesn't sound dramatic. Is though, oh, what would you recommend? Is there a productive way I could say something like, you know, no, there isn't. No, no, it's like listen lots of people, I don't know how many people follow you on Instagram, but if there's one person who's your friend, whose comments and social media interactions with you aren't cool enough for your standards, no, I I don't recommend anything. I recommend, (laughs) I recommend leaving it. Yeah. I recommend fucking figuring (laughs) out why you are so bothered by it. How about that? Mm -hmm. So maybe it is what Lainey said is like, you have like, deep-rooted fear of your friend ever liking you, which is fair, but like fucking come to terms with that. Or the other option is you're like very immature and very petty and actually quite mean to assume that y- your friend's support is annoying and wrong and something that you want to not have in your life anymore. I think but that's this, fucking lame. But this also speaks to dictating what someone's um showing, like, dictating how someone should show you their support of you and their appreciation of you in a way that you deem to be a appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I think that's, like, I don't think that that is friendship. Also, Susie's doing what a normal friend would do is, like, hype their fucking friend up. Yes. Uh, um I, I, Anyway. anyway. Madeline, I, we're, we're confused. We're not. We're not sure if it's option one or option two. But if it's option, it may be could be maybe, two. both both sit them. sit with that for a second. Like, are you like? Has it sub- on a subconscious level affected you finding out that Susie had a crush on you, and that is making things that is like that is making things weird? Because it does get weird in a friendship when one has a cr- like a crush on sure. the other. That can totally screw with the vibe of a friendship. Don't you think? Like, oh, a hundred percent. Maybe that's what's thrown Madeline off balance. You are very generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Lunar New Year. That's um, true. Right. <laughs> All right. Luck, next. luck, luck for you then. Okay. Yep. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay, uh, last question Dear Sasha and Lainey, my friend Jen and I have been friends, and Jen is a fake name. My friend Jen and I have been friends for 20 years. I've been there through thick and thin with her. Literally, trauma, schooling, breakups, everything. Fast forward a decade and we meet Tara, who we both immediately hit it off with, but more so with me and Tara because we lived a few doors down. Jen was off in school, so Tara and I became close. I had them both in my wedding. Jen, my uh, maid of honor, and Tara, a bridesmaid. Shortly after my wedding, things started to change. Schedule shifted and I was finding myself left out of a lot of lunches, get-togethers, and other plans by both Jen and Tara. They were becoming closer and I was feeling left out. A lot. I started feeling like this was on purpose because their schedules were fairly open, but my work schedule has been the same for over a decade, yet the invites I would get were for things during the day, which started to feel like invites just to say they did. I would tell them how I was feeling and often got treated like I was the problem. They would call me needy. Etc., and this caused me a lot of sadness. I've cried over these girls more than any man. That makes me feel bad. Fast forward, I started to really distance myself from them because it just became constant anxiety riddled relationships. I no longer was giving them the power to hurt me, I guess you could say, so I basically stopped texting first or reaching out. Months go by without a word from either of them. I wish them no harm. I'll always love them and the friendships we have, but I've been happier without them in my life in a regular basis for the last year. Here's the issue. I've received a wedding invite from Jen, which in itself is shocking because clearly I'm not going to be in the wedding, and the last we spoke, the wedding was still up in the air. She has a drama-filled relationship. So to get this invite was a bit of a kick to the stomach. It immediately made me feel anxious and, of course, left out. It's all too real to realize when you stop reaching out and sending that first text, you are not missed. They have clearly left me behind and have planned this wedding without me, regardless of being in mine or the years of friendship. And I guess my question is, do I have to go? My husband doesn't like them because of the turmoil they put me through. So I know he wouldn't have much fun. And also, I don't think I could either… On one hand, it would be nice to see them and be there, but another part of me is angry and I'm worried I'll be resentful and anxious the whole time. Am I obligated to suck it up and go? Am I a piece of crap if I don't? She also picked my birthday as her wedding date. Which <laughs> God, but I digress. Okay. Oh, I'm just so torn. I'm so sick of being the bad guy, but I shelve these friends to avoid the drama, but I'm worried if I don't go, it could cause even more. Thank you. Thanks for any advice. Thank you kindly. V. Okay. Uh, so we're dealing with a lot of shitty friends here. (laughs) Clearly this is what this week's questions and podcasts about. Um, okay. So her question is, should she go to the wedding? Mm
1: -hmm. I do not
0: think she's obliged to do that. It sounds like a fucking nightmare. And I think that, um, it, it's going to be exactly what she thinks it's going to be. It's going to be like an anxiety spiral where you feel like you've been mean girled at a really great party and that you'll just have to wallflower it and just be uncomfortable and not yourself. And that's like the worst position to put yourself in. Mm-hmm. And um, sorry. What was our writer's name again? <laughs> I never v. remember. V. Um, v sounds like such a nice person who um, has suffered a lot of heartache through these friendships and this breakup and like still wishes them well and is still such a good normal person that she's still contemplating, oh, like should I go and support this past friend of mine uh, in, like, a really special moment in her life. And, like, I can tell that B is a good person and I just don't want her to be putting herself in a situation where she needs to relive that pain or experience new pain from this because it's bullshit. What they did to you was bullshit. And, like, I get it. Like, we've talked about this before. Sometimes when you have, like, an odd number group of friends or whatever, like, uh, friends and their bonds switch up right, over courses of years, like the, they do. Like sometimes you're hot for another friend or whatever, or like another person kind of pieces out and drops off, fine. But that's not what happened here. They like literally picked each other and then ditched V. And that says a lot about them as friends. They suck. <laughs> and I just don't think you need to be groveling back or placating their bullshit. Yeah, I I totally agree with you that V doesn't need to go to the wedding. Mm -mm. My concern, though, is V's, like, sort of perspective and how she's framed this situation in her mind. Like, obviously, we want to help V feel better Mm -hmm. about everything, right? So the first thing that I would say, the first thing I want to say to you, V, is I get it. Like, it feels like a punch in the gut finding out that you missed out on Jen planning her wedding and now she's getting married. And so clearly, yes, of course, behind the scenes, after you exited your choice, mm-hmm. this friendship, they have had experiences together and have gone through all this together and now Jen's getting married. Great. Great for Jen. Yeah. But, and so yes, it feels, get getting that invitation on the one hand, you can look at it as, oh, that means that they had this whole life without me. You can look at it one way that way. But also, V, imagine if you hadn't gotten the invitation. How would you feel? Right. Right? So I feel like a lot of this is about your own mental training and your own mental tweaks and how you look at a situation. A situation can be assessed in so many different ways, interpreted in different ways. So number one, first thing you do is well, you got invited, so they put you on the list. Right. Whether or not you go is a different story, but they put you on the list, and I think that that but should, should that make her feel good. She's no, like, it shouldn't. Okay, but it should just it just shouldn't make her feel bad. No, you know what it I mean. Shouldn't like, make her feel bad. No, yeah, exactly. Like getting invited to a wedding shouldn't make her feel bad. I don't think that. I think that that is where it may be a step too far to blame those people for making her feel bad, like reminding her, right? Right. That is, there's enough going on that you don't have to add bad things to feel bad about. Yes. Right. You got a wedding invitation from people who clearly like have sent out wedding invitations and have invited you to be part of it. That's it. Mm -hmm. Just look at it as that. Right. Do not add anything more to it. Yes, right? I get what you're saying. Yep, okay. Okay. totally. The second, like, perspective tweak should be, like, what you said. You made the choice to exit. You decided to back out. You decided to remove them from your lives. You decided to focus on things that matter to you. You decided to spend more time with things that make you happy. You decided to they were toxic. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So, I think at a, at this point, given that you made those decisions, you should own them. Mm-hmm. So, don't go to the wedding. Send a gift. Yeah, I was going to say, she should send a gift, right? Yes. Okay. You send a gift from the registry. Mm -hmm. Don't pick the most expensive thing on the registry. (laughs) Go medium, mid-level. Yeah, yeah. Neutral, right? Yeah. You send a gift. Thanks, but i'm I can't come. Your birthday it's is my birthday perfect, yeah <laughs> totally. your birthday is the perfect <laughs> excuse. Yeah, you don't have to say it's my birthday. Just say I have other plans that day. yeah. and then let go of it. A lot of like listen, those Jen and Tara were shitty to you, v, and that is fair. But at the same time, we can choose to keep carrying that or you can choose to look at it in a different way, which is that. Your decision was to not be friends with them anymore and let it go. Yeah. And I hope that she has. I just wonder if she was triggered by the invitation, right? Like she had seemed like, oh, I let go. I wish them well. And then this invitation pops up and then you're going to get that friend PTSD where you're like, oh, they made me. Like you get those waves of um, like… Sadness and loss and also anxiety. So I understand where she's coming from because I would react the same way. Like, my brain would go back to that place of hurt. But Lainey is yeah. right. Like, you know, like, I'm glad that you wrote us. I'm glad that we can fucking pack this up in a bow and now just, like, send and receive. Like, just let it go at this point so that you can still send goodwill to them, right? Like, you don't want anything bad to happen. You want her to have a fucking nice wedding. You're just not going to fucking yeah. show up for her. Yeah. Yeah. And also, again, like, you know, I hear you about feeling triggered. You get this invitation and all those old things come back. But you know what? The truth is she would have been triggered the other way too. If she wasn't invited. Yeah. You don't get invited to the wedding. You find out about later on. You realize you weren't invited. The same thing would have happened. And it's best case scenario because she still, at the end of the day, has the power to make the decision. And her power is, I'm not fucking coming for you. Like I'm not, yeah. uh, like wish you well, but I am not going to be there exactly. But take back control of of how this situation is feel like it is feeling. Yeah, you know, remember the choices you made, and given that they were your choices, then like, like see if you can see if you can like direct your feelings accordingly. You know what I mean? I yep, I totally yeah. agree. So, V, don't go to the wedding. Yay. Like and happy Saturday birthday. Night, Friday night free. Happy birthday. Amazing. Don't have to go. Also, what day is this wedding? Because when, oh, when, when are weddings happening? Yeah, I thought that they weren't allowed. <laughs> okay. But what I would do to go to a wedding right now. Oh, my I God. Know. I will take that invitation. Fuck. Like I want to party. party? Yeah. I want to <laughs> party so badly. <laughs> um. Thank you so much for... Writing in and listening, um, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And keep uh, your questions coming. Interviews. Keep your questions coming. I need more drama at Sasha at LaneyGossett.com. And happy new year! Bye. Happy New Year! Bye! Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget?